0: Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben and you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, we're on uh, season two, episode fourteen, I believe. Jeez, I'm I'm really glad that you're keeping count. I mean, I, I do edit the videos every every episode, but <laughs> I still forget. what count I, I only on. keep track because it just pops up on my computer, <laughs> and then I can go thirteen. Oh, oh yeah, this is fourteen. Nice. <laughs> Here we go. Nice. So yeah, we're about uh what first part of February almost winding down End of on January. January. We're really
1: in Iowa. We're in the heart of our ice season right now. Yeah, this is the heart. Like, yep. Yep. Early ice is still like early January, end of December. The heart is between January and February, and you're gonna start tailing off here at the end of February.
0: Yep, yep, that's Uh, true. I mean, and our season is pretty short here. Yep, uh, compared to some other places, but we make it work. We make the most of it.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I. I had had mentioned this in the earlier episode, but that's what I like about our. In Iowa, you don't have to worry about that mid-season lull Mm -hmm. uh, where they talk about that. You know, you get up in northern Minnesota, North Dakota, and that sort of stuff where shit they're talking. Now they're into 18, 20 inches of ice. Oxygen levels start to low down. Visibility's going to crap underneath Mm -hmm. the ice and all that. You know, the fish just can't see because it's dark down there and all this. And uh, Then they start to see that lull where, you know, you really got to start tuning into that live bait and all that. Where now, I mean, just now, maybe last week maybe a little bit the week before, fish are finally starting to set up where I would expect to find fish to be set up, and they are aggressive. Yep. They will come up, chase your bait, eat, do whatever you want them to do.
0: Yeah, and like our midwinter is not really a midwinter, yep. you know, compared to what other people feel like a midwinter might be. Like you yep. said, 18, compared to 20, 20 inches belt. Of ice, uh, low oxygen levels, yep. uh, fish kind of getting tough, turning off a little bit. So,
1: And that's really the niche that I wanted this podcast to fill was we're not fishing those minnesota glacial lakes we're sure. fishing iowa man-made dammed yep. up 125 acre
0: lakes for mm-hmm. crappies and bluegills yep 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 definitely so the, uh that's just a little short uh intro about what we're uh dealing with here in iowa but you know you guys do a good job of keep commenting and sending us messages about how the ice is is uh out in your neck of the woods yep. you know we get a lot of a lot of messages from people asking questions and telling us about you know, I don't know, out West or out East, uh, up in Minnesota, Wisconsin, that kind of thing. So it's always cool to hear.
1: It is interesting hearing from, so, you know, I guess when I think ice belt, I think like the Dakotas, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan. Yep. And we, I mean, we hear some from those folks, but we really hear from the folks that are on the either side of that. Mm-hmm. You get it out West into Colorado, uh, Montana, uh, yep. Wyoming area, and you get out East out, out into the Northeastern states. I mean, they have ice too, just as long, uh-huh. just as good as ice as anybody else. Sure, but they're they're kind of underrepresented, and uh, we were, I I enjoy hearing from those folks. I think it's pretty interesting yeah. what they have going on out there.
0: I think it's cool for our listeners too, and people on Facebook to that follow along with us to see that kind of stuff too. Cause yep, I mean we're not we're not huge trout fishermen, or we're not catching salmon, and we're not no. you know I've only caught up one in the trout mountains. so far this year. Yeah, up in the mountains on some little you know speck of a a lake that's not even named. So I'm starting to think maybe next year that should be our early season trip Ooh, it, is a out, colorado out mountain west. trip yep yep maybe do a family trip that'd be pretty cool i think i can get back at a fly on that yep yep hopefully by then the pandemic will be smoothed over a little bit uh not no. too smooth over because i still want flights to be pretty cheap <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> brett's head in your bet. yep 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 yeah that would be pretty cool and and it's it's a place where it's cool for non-ice fishermen too i mean we oh yeah, and that's and what I mean. It Maybe it'd be a cool family trip to Denver School. Yep.
1: Hedge everybody. Or, you know, east. We got some folks in yep. New Hampshire and that sort of stuff that I yep. wouldn't mind going up that direction either. it would be
0: about the same same kind of trip, basically. Yep. About the same distance. But anyway, rambling on. What are we talking about today, Brett?
1: Uh talking about today is kinda I don't really know how exactly the best way to describe it, but uh kind of the evolution of going for being uh starting out as a beginner, ice fisherman. And evolving into an intermediate. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know how to get past the intermediate because I've been stuck there my whole life, I I think. Sometimes I feel like I'm just uh, a beginner. (laughs) Obviously, some people are getting beyond the intermediate stage to more of an advanced angler. Um, Just kind of talk about some of the differences, maybe how uh, if you feel like you've firmly got a good grasp on the beginner Mm -hmm. stage and how how to start advancing some of those skills. Yep. Um, And then also as a beginner because – uh, we've heard it's an unbelievable amount of folks have gotten yeah. on the ice for the first time this season. Uh, and it's, it's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the, the bait shortages, the, the, all the pandemic just stuff, gear just, shortages. you know, pushing people out to do like a social distance activity, like ice fishing, fishing oh, yeah. you know, uh, fishing in general is blown up. Uh, and then, you know, with that, there's a whole new audience of people that, you know, I would encourage you if you're, if you are a beginner, go back, listen to our first season. Yep. Um, you know, we really made that first season with beginners in mind, um, and wanted to lay out, you know, our style of fishing, you yep. what we, uh, what we work on when we're out on the ice, how we operate. Um, and we've gotten tons of people that have messaged us and said, Hey, you know, I'm new to ice fishing, listen to your whole first season. And I went out with confidence. Yeah, you know, and it caught some fish. The most recent comment we've had
1: on Apple Podcast, that guy commented on that. He's like, "Hey, new to ice fishing. Yep. Listen to the podcast, applied some of your tactics, and had success." Yep. And that is just, boom! Point shot That's us cool. right yeah. in the target. Yeah, bullseye.
0: That was awesome. Yeah, that should just take our our rating level on iTunes just all the way to the top. Yeah, I noticed we also got a four star
1: <laughs> the other day. Also, <laughs> somebody wasn't paying attention while they're listening. So now our tally is one three star, two four stars, and. Sixty five stars Six,
0: yeah, 60 or 63 <laughs> something like that yep <laughs> that's how it goes there's always that one guy but uh it might have been the same guy it might have been i don't know if he can rate more than once uh
1: maybe. well maybe he's got multiple accounts but kind of him back um a little bit too to start off and it, what makes it i feel like getting into ice fishing uh, a little bit more daunting is when you just get sucked into social media it's a freaking black yeah. hole sometimes. That, there. That's there's, a bear. Yep. There's so much opportunity for learning and for it to be great. And then it's so easy to get sidetracked into the mm-hmm. shit. Yep.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, that kind of reflects our own personal lives and our experiences with social media. Because, uh, you know, I was talking with you a little earlier, but you can you can just go down the rabbit hole of social media and be in your own little newsfeed world, oh yeah, and you know not see stuff that's different and yep. new and you know the not the good with the bad. it's more of you're seeing just all the all the crazy stuff, all the good pictures and uh, you know people in their own personal lives, you know just out there killing it every day. And then it makes you feel like, oh shoot. Well, what am I over here doing? What am I doing today? Yeah, okay. I see where you go. You're going. You're, <laughs> you're going down another path. I'm like,
1: Where are you? Oh, we going I got here? lots of paths uh, to I go down. Maybe you're tonight. going like down like a QAnon path here or something. But <laughs> we're not <laughs> no, we're not getting into that. <laughs> uh um No, yeah, you're right. It's it's so easy to get sucked into saying to seeing, Hey, oh, well, this picture they've got hundred bluegills, this picture they've caught all these ten yep. inch bluegills, this picture they caught all these walleyes, this picture they did all this. Yep. Those are different dudes. And you might that might be the only fish that they caught that entire season. I mean, you, there's just not a lot of context, a lot of yeah. that that social media yep. stuff. And the one thing, actually, there's one dude that has been crushing it. Uh, so I follow being on the short rod show stuff, just trying to push more of our stuff out on out into the interwebs. Mm-hmm. I'm on uh, higher than average a, a few uh, ice fishing groups, ice fishing groups, <laughs> than, what than what I'd actually prefer to be on, but it's whatever. There's a dude in the Wisconsin ice fishing group fishes the Mississippi. No flashers or anything. Oh, like gosh. he's just running his quad, digging holes and drilling oh, holes and yep. fishing like three, four, five feet of water. Go on. And is absolutely crushed every day. He's retired. He's got to be. Yeah. He's older and he's got to be retired. I don't know how else he would be out there every day, absolutely crushing it. But that's the only dude that I've seen yep. in all the, the the social media crap that I follow on. That's the only dude that I yep. see every day posting. Yep. He's catching ten inch gills. Uh mag dog crappies those are the most of the only thing he catches but <laughs> well, yeah he's he's, he's a, crushing classic pan some fisherman perch. yeah with just just out there yeah knows his stuff well it's super cool because he keeps a wall of fame and his he it, he and uh, it's creepy just to even talk about it, but uh whatever how many, uh, how many posts have you seen of oh he posted like you said he posts every day and short rod show is a rising star whatever that oh, means okay. on uh in the wisconsin ice fishing group but uh so i get all that crap <laughs> on my feed all the time but he's just—I mean, he posts a bunch. Of, I mean, he'll catch some smaller ones, but I mean, every day he's at least catching a 14-inch crappie or a 10-inch yep. bluegill, and I'm just like, gosh, dang it, guy! Good but crappie. otherwise, it's
0: all a bunch of crap. So he might be your more advanced angler then. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely, he's definitely in tune to something out there. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's something a fish whisperer. Yeah, he knows how they operate. But yeah, so um, you know, on social media, it's it's a really good tool, and I want to encourage everyone, especially as yeah. you're a beginner, there's a lot to learn. Go out on social media. Uh, Join some of the groups, you know, like Isoholics, that's a good group of, yeah, yeah. you know, well, positive, are uh, you know, it's a positive kind of leaning group. There are some other groups that aren't as positive. Yeah. Um. And I feel like they aren't as moderated as well or or they're moderated are. differently. Yeah. You, might. you know, the kind of the the feel for the group. You're right. Um. But like the Isoholics group, shout out to Jesse, right, for, oh, for yeah, running that. Oh, yeah, that's name, yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's, sounds like a super cool dude. Uh, keeping keeping everybody going and involved and and you know well positive. they
1: talk about very uh, especially in that group they there's the topics that are there maybe I don't know maybe Jesse just sits through a pile of shit and only does. posts the good I things, bet he does like butters <laughs> on uh, South Park yep. where he's just taking on all that crap but uh, <laughs> they talk about very like pertinent information yeah like early season and kind of similar to what we did this podcast they talk a lot about gear stuff and then later season they're talking about Yep. Uh, posts and stuff and people go in depth about catching bluegills and they catch crappies and they catch all this yep. and you know where am i going what am i doing uh very like in the t- in the
0: time information mm-hmm. it's not like yep. going down a rabbit hole of just bitching yep. at each other yep and i feel like too when you're when you're starting out as a beginner and we're all beginners once and it's easy to forget that definitely you know, there's lots of stuff that this podcast is, has got us thinking about where we think about things from a different view and kind of different perspective now yep. when we're thinking about putting out content. You know, we want to we wanna drill down and get, you know, get in real specific in the weeds on things. That's what I like about the podcast um, platform. But also still make it relevant for someone that's new and wants to learn that yep. um, and not take that for granted. But like when I, when I was a newbie, when I was a beginner, I mean... It was not uncommon to be out a couple times, three, four times, and not even yep. see a fish, catch a fish, you know, see anybody else catch a fish. I'm curious, Ben, when whatever. you were a newbie,
1: how much homework did you do prior to going fishing on a body of water? Very little.
0: Very little than done. You just showed up, and you're like, I'm just going to dig some holes in. So, so I'd that. actually use the uh, the DNR uh, email that came out, and okay. this was uh, back in my college days, so I'd get the email, and th- they released on a Thursday, right? So you can kind of plan your... Weekend, but still yeah, be a little yeah. relevant, right? Yeah. Um. Look around, and figure out. Okay, what's this lake called? All right, I'll go Google it. See where it's at. Oh, yep. Yeah, this looks cool. I could drive there within you know an hour or oh yeah. hour and a half, whatever. Uh, so I would load the little Cavalier up with the uh, ice shelter. Ooh, that, Cavi. That's what I'm talking. About. Was yeah. it yellow?
1: No, it was red. Dang it. All right.
0: It was a two door. I like a nice yellow Cavalier. And so that that ice the shelter that I had the the uh, Freybill. Would yep. fit right in the back with the seat folded down. Oh yeah, all the way through the pass through. Yep, and I'd have to have the seat up, like three, four, three, four clicks up. Oh oh, I see what you're talking about. Yep, to actually close the trunk, the front seat. It. Yeah oh yep. yeah. So anyway, I would drive up somewhere, and I'd see a couple guys out. You know, I'd be like, oh yeah, this be yeah this this will be good. This you is know the if, if there's two guys out on a lake, that's like something's going perfect. on here. Yeah, something's happening. Uh, I remember one trip I was on, probably not the, the smartest kind of trip, but I went up there by myself on a lake I'd never been on before in like no homework late December. Yeah. Didn't know anything about anything. Didn't know anything other than the DNR said there's four to five inches ice. Okay. Well, okay. So I go up there, Jeez. no spud bar. I'm just like punching holes kind of as I go with a hand auger. So granted, you don't really want to sit there punching a million holes to get out to where you want to fish. Yep. Um, Get my shelter set up. I think I fished for two hours and ran out of propane. Go figure. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Got a little chilly. Yeah, didn't see any fish, of course, because I didn't have a flasher either. We well, didn't
1: know anything about anything. No, nope. didn't know how deep you were. I had didn't... my little depth. You
0: got weight. an idea, but yeah, that was it. Um, and then I remember eating that pizza ranch on the way on the way back home because I was starved. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. I just hiked like. <laughs> Hauled all my gear in this yeah. lake, hiked on there, didn't catch anything. Yeah, back I'm like, dang, I'm going to Pizza Ranch. Yep, get some pizza and chicken.
1: Well, see that that's kind of where my my question about doing some homework. Yeah, very uh, little.
0: I did very little. Came would, across like
1: you no. minimal gear. If you're, it, mm-hmm. it's it's similar like anything else. You know, it's either you got the money or you got the labor or the time or the time. Just straight time to research. Yeah, you, well, labor that's the labor part.
0: Yeah, I you either
1: got the money or you got the labor. You gotta do one of the two. You either gotta do some research, or and you gotta punch a ton of holes and you gotta do that, or you got yep. the money and you got the equipment
0: yep. to go find it for you. And then you hire a guide and then they go f- put you on fish. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh,
1: so you can't. Yeah. You got to do something there. You There's gotta. Yep. You got to go out and find and pre uh, going to the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, any more, you can get on the internet and you can search up any body of water. You can find some sort of information, whether that's well, through the DNR, whether that's through Facebook, yep. whether that's through anything. You and can I find mean, some
0: information. I, I was such a newbie, I had no idea about that. Yep. I wasn't, you know, I'm sure the people that are listening now are kind of laughing in the background. like, Oh, yeah. You weren't on ice ice fishing groups. You weren't on whatever, Ice Shanty uh, and uh, yeah. all this. Uh, well, Ice Shanty, there you go. Like yeah. the old old school forums, like they're still going strong. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that forum if you want to go, go down strong. a rabbit hole, uh, side note for you forum guys, ice shanty Yep. i mean in-depth outdoors has has a great forum too yep those are the good two stuff. i'd say them yep. at least for what i do maybe
1: yep. uh, comment wherever you're listening from if you yeah, use maybe other forums for ice
0: fishing besides yep. those two uh ice shanty though has a like a really good iowa specific page for yep. you know for the different it's ice very dates. active oh yeah you can find the That's short great. rod show on there as well yes <laughs> you've made an appearance <laughs> yep <laughs> it's pretty cool um but, you know, the other point I want to touch on with social media, uh, you know, as I think back, I mean, I get I get snagged into uh, the mindset looking at different groups and different pictures. And uh, there's a picture on the Big Creek group, right, of like 700 bluegills that a guy pulled out of a farm pond, right, with yeah, tons yeah, yeah, of yeah, other yeah, guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not, it, anybody that's fished in Big Creek would know that's instantly. Not They're like, yeah, this is, yeah, this that's is a farm real. pond and this guy's just you know, yeah. having fun trolling. And that was his intent too. It was just to, yeah, and he was, you know, he was have fun, fun with it. Trying to be a jerk about it. Uh, other people keep try people to jerk positive about it. About it. Um, yeah. but you know, if you're, if you're a beginner, um, you know, it, it helps to go on those pages, search them, search them around, do your research, but also have somebody that maybe you can ask. Yeah. Bounce, bounce some ideas off of, you know, like you do that for me all the time where I'll, I'll get confused about something, and I'll ask you, and you'll be like, oh, no, that's not what they meant. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're we're not doing that. Uh, Usually I have an answer. Yeah, and everybody needs something like that, um, too, with it. But uh, if you're a beginner and you want to go fish Big Creek, thinking you're going to reel in 700 bluegills, you you need to dig a little deeper. Oh, you could certainly do it. They're not going to be that big. (laughs) Yeah, They were monsters. We can go over to Gwen's Meat Hole, and
1: we can find (laughs) them. We can find them.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was mentioned on there oh gosh good stuff but
1: uh yeah i think we should that'll lead us nicely into a little break here yeah uh coming up here after the break i think we're gonna let's break down more of kind of a progression from a beginner to more of an intermediate
0: i don't know i can't go speak about the advanced but we'll sure uh i don't know maybe we'll just have a little dream of what that is maybe someday you just know (laughs) the bluegills are biting let's go (laughs) yeah exactly you just get a dream yep you gotta go check them out cool well that's
1: coming up next on The Short Rod Show. Hey, Ben, so I've got this buddy that's trying to start a small business, but he's having a real tough time with his digital footprint and just trying to figure all that out. Do you know anybody that could help him out?
0: Well, I think I do. I know uh, a couple cool guys at this company called Evergrow Marketing, and they really specialize in helping landscape and lawn care companies maximize their digital footprint and basically bring customers to them, help them get found on the Internet. Really? I mean, they'll work with any business, um, They're really looking to expand, and if you tell them that Ben and Brett sent you from the, the Short Rod Show, you can get it 10% off your first order. Really cool. If you're
1: interested in the Evergrow Marketing team and what they have to offer, check them out on evergrowmarketing.com and tell them Ben and Brett from the Short Rod Show sent you.
0: You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh yeah, the Evergrow team hooked us up.
1: Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah. Right. You just punch in Short Rod Show and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.
0: Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah. All over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram too. I've been trying to keep up with that. Posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there too.
1: Yeah. Sweet updates.
0: Awesome. Check us out, guys. Well, hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us through the break there. Uh, today we're kind of talking through a progression of uh, going from a beginner ice fisherman to the to the next level, to the next level, Yeah, uh, kind of what that looks like uh, for all you beginners out there that maybe just started this season, you know, what you can aspire to in the future. Yeah, Probably and it's not all gear.
1: I mean, it's not yeah. like, oh, how much money can I spend? Um, nope, it's definitely not. I think there's, there's definitely opportunity for a guy you, to get to understand... Fish, fish behavior, where they're going to be, why they're going to be there. Yeah, um, and then bring the gear
0: along with you. I think is the is the proper yeah. pro-
1: progression, anyways.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's talk beginner ice fishermen. Someone that yep. that's never been out before, or maybe they went out with a friend, uh, kind of showed them the ropes a little bit, piqued their interest, um, and someone's deciding, hey, you know, this would be a good winter hobby for me. I got nothing better to do. Yep, I got money burning a hole in my pocket plenty of time to spend on it
1: yeah so i think think (laughs) diving in first thing to do would be to lean on your buddy that you took out the first time there you go yep um and see if they have any gear that you can borrow
0: there you go Uh, yeah number two we still do that (laughs) we're still trading gear around as our definitely our group number two would be best so yeah let's start with the gear thing yeah as a
1: beginner guy uh i think the first i mean obviously the first thing you do you got to open a hole you got to figure yes. out, you got to get a hole opened up. Yep. Uh, so you're going to need an auger. You can't just chip holes with your spud bar forever. Yep.
0: Um, and I mean, I hand augered for a long time. That'll really make it, it'll warm you up. Yep. And there's, there's, what's good about hand augers, there's always people selling them. Yeah. Oh, you can pick There's them always cheap, people upgrading cheap, cheap. Um, and you're picking them the up. The deal is
1: afterwards. you can buy the hand auger with the blades cheaper a lot of times than you can buy the blades, the yep. replacement blades. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, there's some value there.
0: Yep, definitely. Hand auger for sure. That's getting you, getting you the actual access to the ice. You know, yep. if you go with a drill, you know, drill auger setup, drill up, setup, all that. Um, that's you know, just another you're probably up. not at this level. Just going to drop five hundred bucks on a Strike Master forty volt. But
1: nah, if you're beginning and you're not really a hundred percent sure if you're going to be into it, if you're only going to get out one or two, three times a year. Yep, it's not worth doing that. Yep,
0: <laughs> yep. Shoot, <laughs> and then, sorry about that. <laughs> and then. Uh, for as far as fishing gear goes, so once you get out there, would you? Are you a beginner type where you're wanting to run and gun, move around, not yes. have a shelter? Necessarily, yes. not recommend that first.
1: Um, uh, it's not that I wouldn't recommend getting a shelter. I would definitely recommend getting a shelter on Facebook, picking okay. up a cheap. Yep, used. You could buy used ones. Like everybody wants, like you know, like the ones we have with the sled and the shelter built in the pop-up sort of deal. Yep. But you can buy those the, the cheaper ones like what we used to have yep. with the with a stick frame and you gotta build the whole sucker and it oh, blows across the water and yep. all that. Uh I mean I used that for a lot of years and it was great. I mm-hmm. mean primarily I used it as the sled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every once in a while if it was a real bitter cold I got on a bite, um I'd set it up, but uh yeah, a sled, something to keep all your gear in, otherwise you're losing shit all the time Yep. it's gone. Uh pop up shelter wouldn't be a bad idea yeah. either. That, Again, I'm, just the yep. key
0: would be getting used. Yep. I wouldn't buy anything new if I was just starting. Yeah, definitely. And that that was my first shelter was a used one. You know, it was like 80 bucks, I think. Yep. I gave for it. And it was night and day. Like, going from fishing with mediocre, you know, clothing. Yep. You're always getting wet. You're always, you know, you're always out on the coldest days of the year. And then going from that to having a shelter yeah. is, I mean, that kicks Because you
1: haven't... In my mind, I guess, as, a, as someone that just started, you haven't made that investment in like a striker ice suit.
0: No, I wouldn't. And I still haven't yeah. made that investment. No. I mean, you're out there in Carhartt's at that point. Yeah, you're still. I would say that. <laughs> Walls. If, if, you're,
1: if you're a beginner ice fisherman, you're debating on spending some money, yep. I would really think about getting pants, like the pants, though. Yes. Because like Carhartt's, yep. they wick a lot of water up them, mm-hmm. and that can be a problem. Yeah, you're constantly getting wet. Um, yep. Getting some float bibs, some sort of water-resistant bibs is kind of a big deal. Yep. Keeping that water off you, yes. especially as you get into seasons like now, mm-hmm. when you're starting to get quite a bit of snow on the ice, you get a lot of water and slush yep. and
0: crap. And yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Um, yep. As far as like as rods and reels reels go, I started with Schooley for sure. I still go with the Schooley. Brett's IV. all about the Schoolies. We know that.
1: Ten bucks. Well, I think they're twelve now.
0: Yeah, man, you can uh, even buy those used. People them online, practically give them away. You dude. can buy them
1: online easy enough. <laughs> uh, otherwise, Tyson's is the only place that I know yep. where to buy them from. In-store. I haven't seen them. The, the true school. Now, there's sure. some knockoff ones they sell at Well, those HT Fleet ones, Farm. yeah. Yeah, HT, yeah, yeah,
0: HT stuff, yeah. <laughs> that crap. They don't have the same squeal to them
1: yeah they don't squeak as good, and their their spring bobber isn't quite as good either. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, that's 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 a good beginner rod, and especially if you're taking kids out. Yeah, you know that sort of showing deal. someone how to how to do it. Very simple. You're not going to freeze it up. You're not going to no. break it.
1: Well, and I mean, even the most advanced ice anglers are still using schoolie reels. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh hmm I mean, I don't know how you can
0: say you, <laughs> you get away You can't from screw that. it up. Yeah, I don't know why you get away from <laughs> yep, it. Yep. Uh, um, but otherwise you know a cheaper ice combo that works too yeah. um it's ah, just it's those the, cheap combos i know
1: i don't like them because they not, don't have
0: any sensitivity their reels
1: aren't yeah. very good
0: there's just nothing good about the preloaded them. line they come with is isn't very horrible. good yeah. i would i'd tend to stay away yeah. from those They're but it, here's the other thing that we didn't really touch on but buying a package deal from someone that's like heading south
1: oh yeah that does happen a lot yeah
0: you know, if if you can just get bucks up there and, and buy everything. Well, I was going to say like a hundred bucks.
1: No, I meant like real low They have everything deal. in
0: there. Yeah, yeah. That was one of our listeners mentioned that. Oh, Craigslist,ed Facebook Marketplace, got all this, all his stuff for a hundred bucks.
1: Oh, dang, nice. You know,
0: like really, I don't know how he's he's master negotiator. I guess swindler. But, yeah. yeah, I'm swindler. into that. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, got everything for a hundred bucks. But that those kind of package deals comes up come up a lot because they do people retire or they want to move south well they just or, don't get out as much as they yeah exactly or, yeah. yep so they're they're definitely out there um you know they usually pop up you know either into the ice season that's a great time to look for, for yeah a Year two so yeah people realize hey i didn't make it out this year
1: yep. yeah i didn't make it out last year either yep. let's just get rid of this stuff yep
0: um and i'm gonna recommend a flasher for a beginner in, in my camp um i didn't start with one but i feel like my knowledge level and the experience that I would have yep. gained would have been a much steeper, you know, faster curve to yeah. get to where. So I, I
1: would know. I would agree. Some sort of electronics. I wouldn't say necessarily need to go buy a flash.
0: Oh no, yeah. Uh, if some you own way a boat, to see the see the jig relative to the yeah. bottom. If you own a boat,
1: I'd recommend yeah. looking into whatever electronics maybe you have on a boat that you can pull off and apply to ice fishing. Just you can do some research; sure. it'll be on there. Otherwise, I've noticed there's those. Those deeper sonar things that you connect to your phone, which yeah, depending on where you live, they can be all right. Yeah, if you live in a warmer climate or a warmish southern climate, you probably get by. Yep. Or I've noticed that there's a there's a, a a deal on Facebook that I keep popping up on my thing. It's called Hawkeye uh-huh. Ice Electronics. It's like a hundred bucks. Okay. For basically, it's like a little. It's got a little screen, and it, it's like a Markham drop down or showdown. Okay. Yeah. Just but it's just cool. a little different screen. Just a real cheap option. There you go. Um, I think they're originally made for kayaks. Yep. But uh, they're applicable in ice
0: also. But, but I mean, your success rate will be so much better. Oh, it with, goes up oh, times hundred. You know, as far as scouting, yep. checking bottom, bottom composition, yep. figuring out where to fish, everything. And
1: the value and the beauty of those flashers, yeah. You know, there can be some. It could be you know two, three hundred dollar, mm-hmm. five up to five hundred dollar investment. But they really hold their value well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, if you do in a year or two decide, hey, I haven't gotten yeah. out in a while, life's yep. changed, things like that, yep. you can sell those again and probably bet you're not going to lose more than a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, which is and which people is good. people will sell a twenty year old Vexilar FL8 for a hundred and seventy five bucks. Oh gosh, it barely works. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah. yeah, transducer don't work. Yep. Yeah. 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 They're nuts. Battery's ten years old. Yeah. Good yep. luck. <laughs> that's my that's my best offer yep and i think that I gets you on the ice ben absolutely
1: hand auger yep rod buy a combo pack of jigs and spoons yep
0: um when you're ready to rumble yep um skill set for a beginner Yep. okay that that's something that you know you can't just well you can't be like me and just run out there on dumb luck and try and no see expect that's to catch fish that was the
1: problem when when you went out there and you were like, oh, I just went out there because it said there's five inches of good ice, I'm just mm-hmm. going to go. Yep. Uh, if you would have done maybe a, just a hair bit more research, at least went to go find some brush piles, uh, yep. see if the DNR had any options for that. Or the lake survey. Or see if you could find a lake map, yep. a printed lake map, just to give you an idea of what's going on out there. Yep. Because uh, otherwise, yeah, you just run out to
0: frozen ice and you have no idea what the hell's oh, going yeah. on out
1: there. Especially if you don't have a flasher.
0: The only good part about that is it's an adventure. It's just nice to be out. It's just nice to be out. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Makes my eye twitch every (laughs) once in a while. But, you know, there's when you're a beginner, too, you get just all jazzed up. Like, you don't care. You're like, yep, I'm getting out ice fishing. Then I can say I went ice fishing. Yeah. Had a good time. Did you catch anything? Well, no, not really. Well, no, but, but, you know. Yeah, but but I want to take you from did you catch anything
1: to, yes, I did catch
0: things. Yes, caught 700 bluegills. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to (laughs) guarantee you're going to catch
1: big fish, but uh i'd like to think we could at least get you on fish Mm -hmm. um so yeah don't be afraid to exhaust those internet tools they're free they're readily available even if you're on the ice and you find yourself man i'm not finding anything hop on hop on your phone yeah uh whatever state you live in dnr and type in the the lake that you're on and you go i'd be shocked if you didn't find some sort of
0: information so like uh in minnesota that lake finder uh app the portion of that amazing like you can find every kind of Okay, it was stocked, you know, thirteen years ago with forty thousand bullhead that or, were four uh, inches long. Or know. it was stocked in nineteen ninety one by a
1: guy that caught five walleye and released them into this pond with a, yes. in his bucket. Did you see? Did I say <laughs> no, no. no what? Yeah, well, pond. Was, it was up a hacking sack. It's kind. It was deep in the woods. It's just a little pond, and it said in the stocking report, uh, resident reported stocking five walleye. That he put <laughs> in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's great. That would only happen back then. Now yeah. he would be in deep shit. I was gonna say self reported stocking. they probably not yeah. gonna wanna yeah. call the DNR until they that. wouldn't know about, but I thought <laughs> that was hilarious. Yep. But just having that that kind of resource that gets you yeah that much further ahead towards catching fish. Yep.
1: Um the next thing I would say is yeah, so if you show up to a lake, so say so look you show up to like an Ankeny Pond. That's a different deal. You can kind of poke around and you can pretty, there's only a few spots mm-hmm. that you're really going to yeah. fish and you can pretty well find that as a beginner guy that maybe don't have the most high techy gear. Yeah. Um, start small. You can be on a smaller pond, but I want to open it up a little bit, you know, like a lot of folks will go try to cut their teeth on big Creek Ooh, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And that's a tough deal. Um, even some of the most <laughs> advanced people have, have trouble out there, but what I would say is, yeah, go out there with being armed, uh, with information yep. um, prior to going out there. So, You'll show up out there and you'll be attracted to the the pods of people you see out there. You know, you'll see a pod, 10 shacks in one area, 10 shacks in another, 10 shacks in another. And yeah, you can go fish those. And then you can go not catch anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then what? Yep. You know, you don't have any prior, you don't have any information. Yeah.
0: Those are the three spots. So,
1: yeah. I mean, I've certainly gone out to lakes like that that are fairly pressured. And I've got, I've done my homework. I know on the lake map, you know, kind of where some drops are, drop offs are that I want. I know uh, through the DNR uh, GPS atlas that uh, there's these couple brush piles mm-hmm. in the water range that I think fish should be yep. at. Um, but there's people on top of that one. There's people on top of this one. There's people on top of that one. Yeah. So that's A, B, C. Yep. Now let's go try,
0: try option D or E.
1: See? And then I find out that I don't catch shit anyways.
0: That's uh, oh, Then we got to go off the beaten path. Yeah, you are... You are definitely the researcher and the the let's figure out okay let's hold have on. a plan before I'm all about before we a plan. even leave yeah all right here's what we're gonna do we're gonna start on the north end and we're gonna hit this spot first and yep. we're gonna spend about half an hour there if we don't see bluegills you know we don't see anything th- yeah <laughs> halfway through the water column we're gonna skip and we're gonna bomb all the way across the lake well, that's what happened when we went
1: up to uh, for the muskie episode yeah I mean I had that exact plan I'm like yep. hey I yep. sent a I sent an image of the lake to you guys <laughs> of the DNR <laughs> lake map yep. And uh I had, all right, well so we're gonna put in on this boat ramp. This is spot number one. Here's spot number two, here's spot number three, spot number four. Yep. On our way from spot number one to spot number two, I was like, you know what, there's a really steep break on the shoreline here. Let's go fish this. Yep. Boom, that was a spot we stopped at. That was we never it. really left. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. So but you're, be you're so to much that. more a planner on that than i am where yeah i'm just i'm not going to just show up i'm just going to show up no. absolutely no because
1: then you don't have any clue what's going on and you're just going to go fish with folks and
0: i don't like doing i've that. been told i'm a hell of a guide though i'm a hell of a guide. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think they're just being nice that's because you bring a lot of snacks yeah that's true that's you're the snack man snacks are key yeah that's Interme-
1: yep. that's an intermediate talk <laughs> that, that's when you know you're intermediate you, you're don't worry about the, the c-
0: snacks yet cooking on the ice snacks
1: um also uh, as a beginner ice fisherman understand that fish will tend to bite better in the early mornings yep. in the evenings uh going out yep. in at nine o'clock and fishing till noon is not necessarily going to be your best time to yep. catch fish yep. fishing from noon until three is not necessarily going to be your best time to fish uh, try to pick time frame times throughout the day
0: yep. uh, that you can get out and actually you know, pick off fish when they're on the chew. Yeah, and, and definitely in weather, too. You know, Everyone wants to get out when it's 35 degrees and sunny. Uh, some of the best fishing is when it's zero degrees and windy. Snowing. And snowing Sleeping. like you couldn't believe. Raining rain and, on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going out in the rain. I'd go out in the rain again. We'll go out in the rain again.
1: I mean, I will, but I don't like it. <laughs> it was just me i wouldn't be going out
0: when they tell you the otter's waterproof and then you're just getting an inch of rain on it and it's just pooling up and leaking through the seams yeah yeah because it's pooling up (laughs) that's rain that's That's the problem yeah yep i don't like rain in the winter so uh moving to like an intermediate type okay i feel like we're we're kind of intermediates i would
1: uh yeah i would think so uh
0: Maybe on the upper end of intermediate.
1: Yeah, that would, yeah, Just that would because, kill our cred here in the, on the <laughs> podcast.
0: Sorry, guys. <laughs> Don't mean to let you down. But I feel like uh, it, it's all in your mindset at that point of yep. how important is ice fishing to you? Okay. Yeah. Are you going, you know, the, the real advanced guys? Yeah, maybe they're the retired guys. That's their activity. That's what they do from December until March or April, right? Yep. They're ice fishing every day. Um, you know, they go out bright and early in the morning they don't come back till they get tired out they're just going at it yeah um you know once you if you're a beginner and you're just dabbling you know i'll go out every now and then it's cool whatever uh i think the difference with an intermediate angler would be you know we 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 plan our lives around ice fishing to some degree
1: well i have to otherwise i wouldn't be able to go <laughs> exactly i have to plan ahead
0: <laughs> yes yeah yep, yep. But but we're thinking about it before the season starts and Definitely. we're getting revved up. Uh, we're putting out a podcast in November talking about yeah. being on the ice end of December. Yeah, that has been, <laughs>
1: I do enjoy that actually yep, a yep.
0: lot. It gets you kind of revved up,
1: like you said. Yeah. Um. Another thing I would mention with that is along with that mindset is so how do you know when you've gone from a beginner kind of ice fisherman and you're ready to kind of be a little bit more intermediate and maybe start helping guide some other folks that are mm-hmm. just starting to get into it and understand it? is it's kind of when you start to kind of understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm fish, and, and it'll be an epiphany. Like it, It's amazing <laughs> when that bulb light goes bulb off. goes off, and you're just like,
0: holy shit, what have I been doing this whole time? That happened this last weekend, just just this last weekend for you. For me? <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> wait, I, thought, I was like, man, wait, what, wait, what did that happen? It's catfish. Because oh, right. every once in a while a
1: light bulb still goes <laughs> off, and you're like, oh, man. Um, and it'll be like, You'll get a light bulb that goes off. like, This is why these fish are here at this time. This is why these fish are biting this lure. This is why this is. And you'll start to connect those dots. And once you're able to start to connect a few dots of why you're getting on a bite. Why you're finding fish. Being able to apply that to another body of water. And having success again. That's when you're just like. Holy shit. We're on to something here boys. Yep. Now it's getting real. Yep.
0: That's pretty cool. That's Uh, a good feeling. Yeah. That
1: gets you pumped up. Man.
0: And, and basically, I mean, that's taken your success to the next level. And that's where, you know, yeah, those are the guys that m- might be posting on Facebook every day.
1: Well, they're the guys that are, uh, new, new lake pounding them. Yeah. New lake, new, uh, new lake, new water, or fresh lake, new water. Fresh what, did, lake, what did you call it?
0: What, what do we call it? Fresh lake first ice. Yeah. Tactics. Yeah. 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 I tried to say that. That, that was a didn't great episode. <laughs> um, yeah yeah those that that's really when you're starting to be able to translate your skills to different you know in different ways throughout different conditions different seasons yeah everything
1: um and that that comes with time though and then um i mean i guess i'm just going to make the the leap that uh going from a beginner ice fisherman more to an intermediate ice fisherman you've already made the investment in electronics Mm -hmm. is kind of being able to understand how those fish are behaving towards your bait yep um yeah, reading, I would say in the, the beginner's zone, you're just wanting to find fish and getting a bait in front of fish. In As you move up, move on into your mm-hmm. fishing career, now you're figuring out what those mm-hmm. fish want, not just, hey, this is what I have. Yeah, What do they want? How do they want it? Um, I think yep. it's really a progression yeah, that's that you'll start point. to figure out. Um, And and then as at that point, then we're in uncharted waters because I don't know anything after that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've... I've heard you know interviews with really advanced anglers and that's yeah. the, you know they talk about that the kind of the light bulb moment of okay uh, once you figure out how to pattern fish you yep. know effectively reliably you know time after time that's when you're really the advanced fisherman where um, you're able to go out and you can name the condition name the kind of body of water name the kind of fish that you want and get, you have an idea where they're going to set up and you're going to go okay uh Today, you know the the cold front just passed through. It's you know sixty degrees out. Winds out of the south. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Wind fish doesn't make a difference. Ice fishing. This point like first. Yeah, and and then this point second. Yeah, and maybe they won't. They aren't on your first point. They're on your second point. And yeah, uh, right. as you get into that, they'll
1: be on that first point. They just won't be as
0: big as you want them to be. Oh, there you go.
1: <laughs> and once you start getting into that higher range, oh I'm not into that yet. I'm. I'm, just, I, I could find the fish. They just might not just be you're as just big as I want them to be. Just being catching fish, and you want the uh, big ones. Well, then it's time to. Turn. Well, they'll get on that one. They'll be like, Ah, these I want bigger ones. So then they'll go to their next spot. Like this should be a big fish spot, mm-hmm. not a school of dinkers.
0: That's a good point. Is being able to figure out. All right, the active fish might be the small fish here. Yeah, being able to select here, the I want to get ones. you know. Hey, on this brush pile, there's a ton of bluegills, but they're all dinkers. How do I pick the five big I'm ones? I'm going to go here? out, you know, 15 feet to the east yep in a little current channel uh, with a little cut in the riverbed next to this rock yeah that yeah I, exactly. that i know right yep. and and catch them there so maybe someday yeah
1: i'm tired of catching <laughs> dinkers
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll get there we'll get there eventually
1: yeah i think that that that'd be a sol- that's a solid progression there but i
0: mean uh, to get to that point, you're talking some serious investment in time on the time water. on the water. Yeah. A- after that point, you can't. You, uh, sorry, guys, throwing this out there. You can't listen to our podcast and get to the advanced level. No, no, no. <laughs> Just listening to best. What, we're going to get past beginner. Advice. Yeah.
1: Yep. At best. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I said. Yeah. And and that's really exactly what we've been talking about. Is yep. beginner is soaking up as much information outside in yep. on the internet on these podcasts on YouTube or whatever. And then intermediate is actually putting that stuff into action.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, and actually, you know, spending the time on the water, putting in the effort, and, you know, doing kind of what's hard. I mean, that's the hard part. Yeah, the time on the water. Um, um, You know, anybody can can be hanging out at home while you're working, watching YouTube videos of ice fishermen. (laughs) Yep. You know, trying to soak all that
1: in. And I guess that's kind of what we try to break down in this podcast is, you know, what is our time on the water? What's our time on the water look like? Um, yep. and obviously it's not as complicated as it sounds. Yep. Cause it's just, oh, dropped the Katis down, had a waxworm, got them all. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> Cause
1: we're on the spot on the spot. But yeah. Finding the spot is the deal.
0: Yeah. Yep. But at the same time, it, it needs to be something you enjoy. And, yeah. and sometimes it's easy to, to lose that too, where I feel like the last few times we've been out, when you talk about this, this, uh, weekend's trip, I'm like, yes, we're just going to go out, you know. We don't have to, we're not going to record necessarily. Oh, we're not going to catch cats. Yeah. This we're past not. Yeah. yeah. No, this upcoming weekend. Oh, upcoming. Like we're not going to okay. record. We're not, we're not pressured to do anything. Yep. We're just going to go out and have a good time. Yep. Like. There's going to be a beer drinking. Yep. Just episode. be a trip. Yep. That'd be fun. So don't forget and to And then do the that weather too. might bone us a yeah, little we'll bit, but we'll, we'll see. see. Fair weather fisherman.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm a rain, non-rain fisherman.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll just, I'll throw some plastic over. Non-rain ice.
1: I'll go in the rain, open water. Oh yeah, as long as there's no lightning, that yep. don't bother me. But yep. ice fishing in rain, yeah, that's a getting negative. wet is that's a idea. negative in the cold, man. Yep.
0: Maybe that clam suit will be. Maybe that'll be waterproof.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it might be, but I still don't want to be out there because yeah. then everything's frozen. It's supposed to drop down into the teens. Oh, the okay, week yeah. After.
0: I don't really want to. That'd make for out. some cool pictures, though. Just freaking ice hanging off the schoolie. <laughs> 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 That'd be pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, we got like, anything else you want to add, Ben? I touched on some good stuff there. I
1: I think the yeah I hope that it, that kind of gets people thinking about you know their next steps in yeah. their ice and not even ice fish just fishing in general, uh kind of your your progression yep. especially as you start out um, you may not have had those those light bulb moments and, yeah and
0: I feel like like what we talked about with social media it, it makes it seem like it's everything's easy yeah oh yeah show up on Big Creek. Catch a bunch of fish, go home. Yep. Post it on. And Facebook. I can say,
1: from my own experience, <laughs> a, a real light ball moment that went off for me was fishing too fast. Mm-hmm. I had found myself, especially open water for this one, particularly, but uh, slow it down. Make sure you you keep that lure yep. in the strike zone rather than casting out there, burning covering water. Yep. It was making sure you cover the
0: water that you are covering, covering it well.
1: Yep. Uh, was one thing
0: that was kind of a
1: a light bulb opening moment for me
0: and the other thing too is is just being around other anglers and seeing that um you know they're probably not catching a whole lot of you no they're not if you're not catching anything chances are most other people on that lake are not catching anything yeah that actually that's (laughs) light bulb number number two was when i realized that
1: uh man i had a hell of a day out there tough day and then you get up like like i said at the beginning of the podcast yep Oh, we saw all this social media crap that people are catching all these bluegills and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I didn't catch shit today. Odds are nobody else caught anything. It was just that one, just guy that one guy caught that yep. one. Yep. Got
0: on the one school, and he's he was either really lucky or he's mostly fi- lucky. Had it figured out. Probably lucky. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Cool. Well, we still got some more uh, ice season left this year. Definitely. Uh, Hopefully, we got, got a good month. We're left. right in the heart heart of it right now. Yep. Um, you know, we'll be putting out episodes for sure every Sunday. Yep um keeping you guys entertained through the ice season hopefully and
1: actually all i've been thinking about since that catfishing episode was those cat fi- hot catfish sandwiches oh That's yeah man oh pumped i'm yep. freaking pumped for a fish sandwich
0: yeah so we we should do a little chat about the uh cooking method yeah we have to well fish. what we're gonna do, have to do is figure out show. how to bring it live
1: we're gonna have to figure out how to get this camera rolling while we're cooking all right we'll cook it in that. the kitchen
0: with ben we'll figure it out with ben and brett yep <laughs> that'd be cool awesome all right Well, cool, guys. We'll catch you next time on The Short Rod Show.